my ghouls. We're back. Hi. Um, it feels like ages. It does. It, it does feel like a long time. You go, you get married, and you lose track of time. Dude, it's she got true. married, and it was so beautiful. We had the best of times. It was a wild ride. It was I magical. Mean, it was gorgeous. Uh, it was a truly, truly wild ride. Right. Um, Do you feel wifed? I don't. It feels the same. Everyone asks. <laughs> and I'm like, Steve and I have been doing this for seven years. Like, right, we're chilling. Yeah. Um, but he got health insurance, which Ooh. is tight. Ooh. That is amazing. Yeah. And then I looked at the process for changing your name, and I was like, <laughs> right. no. <laughs> right. It's, not, it's, a, it's a long, a long so, ordeal, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much it's just like the same in paperwork. <laughs> okay. Well, nothing who, exciting who yeah. wants paperwork but, you know but we're in true love so yeah that's all that matters that's what's most important but yeah guys you want to hear something that i that i did yeah like last night i always want to hear what Duh. you did last night the ter- that well maybe it was last night maybe it was like Sunday. maybe it was like saturday i don't know it was a night like just a couple nights ago I was in bed watching the Turner Classic movies, mm-hmm. and The Haunting was on. <gasps> the original, The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Oh, that's movie. a great one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a classic. Classic. Uh, schools have to watch it. Have a yeah. slumber party. Oh, my God. And wa- rewatch it, because it's so good. I love slumber parties. Me, too. I bring the candy. We're going to <laughs> Kylie, and we're having a slumber party. Absolutely. <gasps> I can't wait. Good call. I'm going to cry of happiness. Seeing Kylie last week was the most beautiful. Truly. We haven't seen her in forever. I know. It hasn't been that long, but it feels like 100 years. Yeah. That's how I feel about you guys. I think Emily even captured the video of when she walked into the hotel room. And there's just like, it's just pure joy on my face. (laughs) I I saw the video of when Emily arrived at the hotel in New Orleans and it was gorgeous. Joy, dude. Yeah. Like I pure would, joy. we both were just so happy. Also, my mom was like obsessed with you guys and after the trip she <gasps> we couldn't love stop her. talking I about this. I was obsessed with your mom. Yeah. She has fun. She has so much fun. She's like my new mom. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I love you know, it. Linda too. Well, Linda's yeah, still there. Linda number two. She'll, she'll never leave, you no. know? But We have to we get the moms you know together. We also, oh my God, mom party. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they would have so much fun. We they are, would. We They'd tear up the town. For real. They would <laughs> be crazier than us. They should start a podcast. They should. Oh they could get matching God. scarves. <laughs> Kylie, ask Sherry where she got this scarf so we can get one for the other moms. Yes. Perfect. And they're going to start their big show. Excellent. But something else exciting. What? We have a new patron. No. <gasps> Stop yes. it. Now, please correct me if I butcher your name, because <laughs> it looks beautiful on paper. Elia or Ilya? Oh, my God. Is it I-L-Y-A? No, it's E-L-Y-A. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's beautiful nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Okay. We also have something exciting. Well, she's on my body. Well, oh yes. Where right. is she tattooed? Right. She's like, she's like right around the ankle. <gasps> all like a wraparound. Sitch? Not all the way because it's a small name. Oh yeah. Know? But it's like a little, you know, Gypsy Alia. <gasps> you know. 
Beautiful. You know, if I had a little sparkle down there, I'd like, you know. <laughs> it's a cool thing. We love you and we like you. Mm-hmm. We do. Also, um, by the time this airs, we will have a giveaway posted on our Instagram for one of our super cute long sleeve pumpkin t-shirts. You're going to want so it. So be sure to take a peek at that and do what you will with it. Because you could win a sick shirt and some stickers. Sick. That's all I got to say. Yo, you're going to want to get in on this because it's come in the winter time. It's going to get cold out there. We've get had some cold days. a long sleeve tee. You're going to love it. You're going to look beautiful. I can't wait. Tonight's episode, though, I'm really surprised that we haven't <gasps> dived in here yet. Shocked. 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 Someone Shooked. suggested it. <laughs> via shook head someone suggested it via instagram and i was like oh my god why didn't we ever think of roswell new mexico as a whole before for as a whole for damn real we've definitely talked about aliens so many times yeah i knew you had to have been through there i've stopped and visited had a super weird mexican buffet there oh okay um saw the sights yeah all the alien gift shops. There's so, many. so much alien stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Diners. Like, yes. Make that <laughs> money, though. Yeah. You know? Like, if you can sell 400 alien t-shirts, sell 400 Why the alien freak t-shirts. Not? Yeah, you're right. You're right. People will buy. I bought one. Yeah. See? Okay. See? Would, would buy again. Would buy again. Yeah. And she will. Would buy do you want Roswell me to start Mom. off by kind of giving like a kind of a background, maybe a little preface to yeah. that will set the love that. set the set the tone, set the night so that we can move yeah. forward with the the haunts of Roswell? Tell us why it's famous, Kylie. Famous. Place. Let's travel back to July 1947. Where everyone talked Ooh. about Ooh. this. 47. <laughs> After the war, people were like Okay, okay, now what? we're coming out of things. We're happy. Mm-hmm. They're like, now we're what? We're starting families. Yeah. Let's have babies. <laughs> this is my thought. Let's have baby, ba- let's boom them out, folks. That's what they were Let, saying. Yeah, right? And mm-hmm. so they did. So July 1947, there's a wild thunderstorm going on a little bit northwest of a city named Roswell in New Mexico. Now, during this thunderstorm, something, perhaps an unidentified object, crashed down to land. A nearby rancher, minding his own business, stopped minding his own business. His name, W.W. Mac Brazel. He comes upon the... Dot com. Dot com. Dot net. Ask Jeeves. (laughs) He comes across the crash debris, and he tells the local authorities... Then, under the direction of base intelligence officer Major Jesse Marcel, the Roswell Army Airfield military met up with Brazel, collected the debris, and disappeared into the night. Mm. Mm-hmm. So this military allegedly took the recovered bodies to Walker Air Force Base, where they allegedly performed autopsies on these alleged autopsies? aliens. <laughs> Did it? Did I just say atopies? Yes. Yes. You said oh, atopies. Most beautiful thing I've ever. Heard. Oh my I god! You like know what? It. Episode name. Atopies. <laughs> She's Italian. She's a toppy. 
Atapis. Uh, when I die, please tell them to do an atapi on me. <laughs> oh, God, it's been a long day. All right. So, I feel you, girl. <laughs> back to the story. Before being warehoused in one of the base's hangars, it is rumored that at least one of these alien bodies, which I guess some of were alive when they were recovered or found, uh, one of them died while at the, quote, hospital, unquote. The, bodies the were- alien did? Mm-hmm. This, this alien, allegedly. Everything is alleged. Mm. Uh, yes. So all of the bodies, so I guess now they're all they're all dead. <laughs> uh, reportedly, were then transported to more secret locations, both Wright Patterson AFB and the notorious Area Fifty One. <gasps> so, one of my favorite sites, EarthMysteryNews.com <laughs> <laughs> contributor Jim Mars mentions in his article that one of the Roswell witnesses was Glenn Dennis then a mortician working for Ballard's funeral home. Dennis said that around 1.30 p.m. July 5th, he received a call from the Roswell base mortuary officer asking if the funeral home could provide a number of small caskets, which could then be sealed. Dennis said he realized something strange was going on when the officer called back and asked how to prepare a body which had been burned or left out in the elements for some time. I'm how sure. How small were these caskets? Did yeah? Did they say how small Do the alien have... caskets were? Like small. Yeah, my guess is like toddler to six year old human being size, Homo sapien. Okay, but uh, small. Yeah, who's to say? So like a child. <laughs> yeah, but they Hence. made one end really big for the heads. What if what <laughs> happened was? One of those flying like spaceships that those kids got into that one time. Remember what? in the news? <laughs> no. Where they were like, my kid is in the tinfoil spaceship. No. <laughs> what? Oh, the dad that made his child lie? Yes. Oh, so, that was upsetting. What if it was something like that, though, for real? Unrelated, but also related, I made a hovercraft as a child <laughs> for for my creative problem-solving team. You really made a hovercraft? Yeah, we did. Like, that ass. Lower. It literally hovered. I'm not what? kidding. Here's no Yes. Here's another episode. Jacob wrote on it. This kid named Jacob wrote on it. You... Need to put this out somewhere. There's got to be a video. Oh my god. Anyway, she's so smart. I'm a mad scientist. She is for real. I was gonna say another episode name could be Dad Ass a Hovercraft, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe next time. All right, back to the story. Back to the facts. Dennis. So he he's like, all right, that's a that's a weird phone call. Later that day, he drove an ambulance to Roswell Field to deliver an injured airman. At the base hospital, he saw strange pieces of wreckage in the rear of an ambulance, but soon was chased off by an officer who told him not to talk, or somebody will be picking your bones out of the sand. A few days later, right? I know. Like, if if that ain't a threat. First off, you need to calm down, bro. Yeah, that's a threat. Because I'm just walking on the sidewalk checking things out yeah homie. exactly like relax relax yeah. relax like, what are you guys oh doing my God. <laughs> a few days later dennis said that a nurse friend of his 
told him she was called in to assist in the autopsy of three foreign bodies that gave off an overpowering odor. She said the bodies were small with large heads and hands with four fingers ending in pads which looked like suction cups. So I have to wonder if this information got leaked to the, to the press, which then this is how, you know, the theatrical rendition of the aliens were created in the media in Hollywood. But mm-hmm. I'm going to have to fact check that. Now, leave it to the media to first say that this was an unidentified flying object and that alien bodies were found. And what better way to prove this true than to mention the mi- military's involvement in the hush-hush reactions. Mm-hmm. So the very next day, also on July 5th, General... Roger Ramey made a statement claiming that this object was merely a weather balloon. And so people lost it. They were like, oh, my God, this is a goddamn cover up. We got aliens. People. Wait, what date did this happen on? July uh, 5th? Yes. So, oh, this occurred. 1947. Um, July, July 5th. So it occurred on July, I want to say 3rd. Oh. Well, here you go anyway. Yeah. People were testing fireworks, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Hello. Mm. I, Interesting. My shirt there from is. Roswell has an alien, and there's like a weather balloon in the background, and it says, I went to Roswell, and all I got was a stupid weather balloon or something. <laughs> Good one. We love it. Sell. I'm sold. There's a- we love it. There are some rumors floating around that a second spaceship appeared just a few days after this incident. Uh, and according to the story, after the first aircraft crashed, or now now that we're thinking, possibly shot down, depending on who mm. you ask, uh, it showed up probably to you know find their friends. And lo and behold, the second one was also allegedly shot down and destroyed. So that's a bummer. Bums. You know? Bumsy. Truly. So that's that's the Golden Ghouls rendition of the Roswell incident. The Roswell incident. Well, that's a beautiful segue into this spot that I'm going to tell you guys about. Because not only is there a haunting, but it is dedicated to this incident, the Roswell incident, and other alien activity. Mm. So this is the International UFO Museum. Okay. So their website says that they were organized to inform the public about what has come to be known as the Roswell Incident. They seek to be the leading information source in history, science, and research about UFO events worldwide, and they are committed to gathering and dispersing that to all interested parties in the most qualified and up-to-date way. Yes. So if you're in Roswell, you can visit them seven days a week from 9 to 5. I'm saying working nine stop to by five. for a good time. They got <laughs> they got little alien men around there. Okay. They got little setups. They got the facts and the figures and the people know what's what. They got what I like. They got what you like. <laughs> little green men. The men, the facts, the figures. Yes. Uh, I'm there for the it. men. So aside from aliens, the museum staff, as well as a Ufologist? Ufologist? <laughs> Sounds about okay. right. Oh, Uf- really? Let's call him a U- ufologist. His name is Tom Carey. And um, all these people, they've claimed to have experienced ghostly phenomena within the museum. 
So while touring the premises, Mr. Tom Carey was suddenly struck by this extreme case of panic. um, And he knew he had to get out of there, which I've felt on investigations or just in like haunted places. So I know the feeling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, After he knew for sure that he was safe, he got out of the building. He was informed by museum staff members that they had actually felt a very similar presence and the director of the museum even claimed that he once saw a white floating spirit late at night inside of the museum hmm yeah Uh so upon further digging it was discovered that years prior the museum was actually a theater and this large speaker had fallen off of the wall and killed a young boy there hmm So some believe that the boy who was killed lingers there today because of his tragic and untimely death. And um, I actually read somewhere that his apparition has no legs. No legs? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just like floating from... Like Lieutenant Dan. They didn't say knees up or waist up. They didn't tell me that. But I only saw one or two stories where they said that they saw a floating boy with no legs. So, I wonder if it hit his legs. That's mm. what I'm wondering, though. Right, right. You know? Right. That's what I'm wondering. But yeah, just people feeling general uneasiness, some reports of apparitions, just bad, bad vibes. You know, they're feeling it's spooky in there. I get that. And you can visit it. So tell us, tell us if it is that spooky. You haven't been there? I went inside. Yeah. Um, decided the admission was not too high for me. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's that high. Too low. But we had just eaten that Mexican <laughs> buffet. <laughs> okay. And we were not ready to feeling see our best. Uncom- you weren't ready to see like uncomfortable things. Yeah, we weren't ready to see like cut open fake right. aliens or no, anything. Me so yeah, we opted against. But if you guys go and you feel spooked, let us know. Let us know. Well, listen, there's, like, UFOs aren't the only crazy thing in Roswell. No, not at all. Isn't that weird? It's weird. (sighs) Something is up in the air in Roswell, and it's not just a weather balloon because weird shit's happening all over the place. There's these these things called the bottomless lakes out there, you guys. (gasps) And supposedly... I read a bit, and I'm spooked. Yeah, supposedly they're pretty spooky. You know, I've driven by them a lot. (gasps) And and t- and my dad Tim would always go what bottomless lakes those are bottomless and my my mom would be like Tim it says <laughs> right there ninety feet down what are you they're not bottomless you know they weren't but the mystery was that they were mm-hmm. you know because things would disappear and these things That's... were just they weren't even lakes they're sinkholes there's like seven of them yeah. And they're sinkholes. They date back to like 1933, but beyond that, like even further back, I think there was some stuff written by the Apaches. Mm. Not written by the Apaches, but you know, you know, the Apaches were like around there, mm-hmm. and like people wrote about it. And yeah, they said that they saw them by these lakes, but they were sinkholes. Sinkholes mm. honestly terrify me. Well, this one should. I am already scared. You know? Okay, so back in the day. They say Billy the Kid was the one who named these lakes bottomless. What? Yeah. So they say when he was with his boys out there, mm-hmm. chilling around, yeah. hiding from the popo, like stacking his coins. Right. 
they were like, yo, let's see how deep these lakes are. Yeah. You know? And so they would tie their lake shit together <laughs> and they like <laughs> dropped it down into the lake and they couldn't find the bottom. Mm, yeah. So Billy was like, yo. Bottomless. <laughs> bottomless lake. There we go. Tight, right? The real story is they couldn't find the bottom because there's a heavy current down there mm. that was moving their moving rig whatever around. They had. Yeah, yeah. So they never fi- yeah. So it wasn't gonna find the bottom. But so it went. The so bottom it went. <laughs> the bottom the name slipped, stuck. So it goes. Right? And um yeah, so people today have a lot of like superstition and rumors around these places of monsters mm. and like like uh, what do you call those things where it like takes you to another realm oh like uh like a portal or like something? portals yes like a portal is in these lakes you have to get into the lake to get to the portal let me tell you about it Jim. okay okay <laughs> i want a portal so this um this one story is about a horse like a ghostly horse is seen around there these days and the story goes that this horse drowned in one of the figure eight lakes and these are two adjoining lakes Mm -hmm. that like you know don't they're sinkholes right so they're not connected but they're right there next to each other so they're called the figure eights and it's it says he drowned in one lake and appeared dead in the other lake what? Whoa. And now he's hot in there. He's, he's hot in fi- there. He's figure eight. <laughs> figure eight and around, y'all. Same. Y'all. I know. He's hot in there. So another story is this old Mexican sheep herder with a failing eyesight. He was following his flock of sheep who started jumping into one of the lakes one right after the other. No explanation. Yeah, alter their doom. And it said hmm. that they, they all sank clear down to China because hmm. they were never seen again. And now they're haunting China. <laughs> no, they're haunting the lakes for sure. But they couldn't find them at the bottom. Where'd they go? Weird. Who knows? Another one is said that another legend is that you can you could lose something in the lake and it'll turn up in the Carlsbad Cavern. Oh, God. (laughs) Which is like, what? Like, how'd it get there? But back in the 70s, -hmm. these two women said, their first story goes, they were at the lakes, you know, and their car was there. Mm -hmm. They turned around, the car was gone. Next thing you know, it's in the Carlsbad Caverns. How did they find it there? They then said it sunk. They saw something in the water with red eyes, and the car went into the water, and it sunk. And it ended up in Carlsbad Caverns. I want to know how they knew their car was at Carlsbad Caverns. Did someone call them? How did they know? They probably did. They probably like, yo, we found your freaking car. Ladies, if you're listening, let us know. (laughs) Hello? And your story doesn't add up, man. And can you tell us more about the guy with the red eyes? That's what they said. They changed their story saying that there was something with red eyes in the water that pulled their car in. I need to hear from their lips. Probably do. (laughs) But anyways, these are the bottomless lakes. Damn. And, you know, according to the park rangers or whatever you call them, they're not haunted. These are just tales. Yeah. But you tell me. I don't know. 
there's usually a little truth behind yeah. a tale. I also so. saw something about like weird octopus-like creatures. Oh yeah, that there's no one that one explain. of those stories. Yeah, I, don't I couldn't know, find y'all. a backstory to that. All I could find was that there's a tale of like an octopus monster. Ew. Also a Loch Ness monster. There's a bunch of monsters in these. Who's things. not there, really? I don't know. Us. I just want to know. You know, like sinkholes. That's pretty alarming, is it not? I'm alarmed. Right. Speaking of monsters, okay. So Roswell, they've got freaking aliens. They've got ghosts. They've got spooky, spooky people afoot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you. So west of Roswell lies this place that the people call the pecan orchards or the pecan fields. <gasps> oh, it's pecan. like peach trees. <laughs> yes, like a peach, like the peach tree orchard at mm-hmm. at the ranch we went to. So basically, it's just a section of land that teenagers of the town have kind of adopted for their own personal use. As you could guess, they party there. Most reports of partying include LSD use. Ooh la la. How bored are these children? And you guessed it, (laughs) premarital sexual relations. (gasps) Stop it. They didn't. Yes. They're doing the dirty thing. Uh, How do we know that? Arrested. I don't know. It's been written about online. <laughs> and this one teenager yes. whose blog I read confirmed that that's what the kids do there. They have sex. They have sexual yeah. relations. They do it at the bottomless lake. He too, said apparently. unprotected. Oh, he did? He, wow, dramatic. He, he uh, went for it, it down. and he said, listen, kids go there and they have unprotected sex. And I was like, dude... <laughs> That's shots fired, okay? Shots How do you know? Fired. He's pissed. Does he watch everyone? Yeah. Because, like, he's a voyeur. Man in the window. How does he know? Yeah. But anyway. Mm. A teen confirmed these are the party lands. So, <laughs> as we know from almost every horror film ever, if kids are partying, scary stuff's going to start happening, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the legend of the orchards goes as follows it is home to a goat man (gasps) no yep who is he so he's a regular guy but he was born with horns and hooves and a tail they didn't mention the tail (laughs) but they say that he lives in the trees and he's there to protect protect the pecans from thieves (laughs) that's like a tongue twister Yes. Protect the pecans from thieves. This sounds like a, you know, a fairy tale. Right? Yes. Like, the you shall not man. pass. Yeah. These are my pecans. These are my pecans. Don't look at my pecans. Right. The land of a toppies. Yes. Was he mean? Also, someone is going to be listening to this and be like, it's pecans. Uh, what? It's Either pecans. or, my friends. Anyway. You say tomato, I say tomato, right? Mm-hmm. It's a classic song. Yeah, but it's pecans to me. Yeah. But apparently he really has the pecan farmer's backs, y'all. He's like Good. one for the people because he only really eats pecans or <laughs> wayward teens. You know what? His okay. cardiovascular that, system okay. and his skin is looking great. He's glowing from he the is. pecans. From those omegas, gorgeous. that protein, probably some, some that zinc That young in there. blood. Yeah. He's even like made a, a scrub from the shells and he just like oh exfoliates. Yeah. His pecans. Yeah. 
But his story apparently has been told for decades by the townspeople. And it's said that at night he can be heard bleeding like a goat. And they said <laughs> it sounds... Like bleating, not bleeding. Okay, I know I how it like, sounded. <laughs> I know how it sounded. It's like bleeding like a bleating. goat. That might be a saying, but I don't know. But no, they hear him making like goat-like sounds, but it sounds like it's coming from way up in the air. So people claim that they've actually seen him like hanging Flying. from tree branches oh. or floating above the ground. No. You know what this also sounds like? The leprechaun man that was caught in the tree. Yes. Oh, my God. The drawing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There have also been hoof prints reported at the site. But, you know, I'm going to say this. Animals exist in the wild. But how could there be a goat? So, at I don't know. the same pecan tree that the goat man protects. Ask the goat man. Coincidence or facts? Facts or facts or fakes. Right. Ask anyone. The pecan orchards, though, they don't stop there. They're also home to the apparition of a young boy, and he's seen running into the middle of the road, crying. People hear him wailing from inside of their car, and if they pull over, he just vanishes, or he'll just vanish right in the middle of the road. What? Yep. So I don't know what's going on at these pecan orchards, y'all. Maybe it's all the LSD the kids have been taking, but oh, likely you nailed it on the head. Something's up. Yeah, you nailed it. Something is fucking up. Wow. Wow. Said it here. I said it here. She said it and here first. It first. Yep, I did. So I said it here. Do you guys mind if I go back to our our friend Jim Mars, the contributor of EarthMysteryNews.com? Dot net no, asks I think I love it. We love Jim Mars. Okay. He's a great uh, journalist. He he, honestly, he is, he is. So, in the same article, he starts talking about the something that happened to him, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read read this excerpt for you guys. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. clear it out, girl. <laughs> there's a lot in there. In 1967, Walker AFB was closed, so that's where they brought the the bodies, and the base hospital sat empty until it was utilized by the state as the New Mexico Rehabilitation Center. Later, satellite mm. photo analysis showed that the location of the supposed um, haunted floor, which I'll get to in a minute, was the exact location of the old Roswell uh, hospital surgery ward so where hmm. the autopsies may have happened so oh what? right interesting hmm so the exact same the autop- floor where these autopsies <laughs> were occurring yep. there you go there's some spooky shit going on so jim years ago was taping this documentary uh, about the Kennedy assassination, and they were filming in Roswell, and he explains that it's because people are friendly, uh, the climate is dry, and it costs much lower to film there. Um, I guess that's true. Uh, and like Those with props, like clothing, cars, military equipment, the props are cheap out there. I guess so. He's out there, he's hanging out, and he uh, was talking to this assistant on set 
uh, Mrs. Allen, and she told him that the film crew could have free access to one wing on the second floor uh, as it was being used mostly for storage. And she said, you know, none of the nobody wants to work there. And so Jim uh, or some other reporter was like, oh, why? And she said, because of the strange and unexplained incidents that have gone down. So Jim was like, hmm, you don't say. So he went on a little investigation uh, and he basically just went around to people in the rehabilitation center uh, asking like techs and nurses and doctors uh, about what's been going on. So I'm going to read you guys a few of uh, the quotes of the employees. So Josie Marones, she was a night nurse. Uh, she saw an apparition twice. She says, it was kind of shocking and it happened twice. The first time I saw this thing, I didn't tell anyone because I figured that they would think I'd gone crazy. But after I saw, saw it a second time, I realized that this was real. So now I don't mind talking about it. And she says that the sightings occurred two weeks of each other in the summer of 97. Uh, so before Emily was born. And interestingly yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so she was in this little kitchen getting a cup of coffee and it was late at night and she suddenly felt some type of uh force like on her kind of holding her down Mm-mm. and she felt this sensation nope. on her skin like her like her skin was crawling and she looked Yuck. up at this steel cabinet and it had glass doors and she saw something reflecting in the glass and she thought that she was <sighs> seeing things but when she turned herself? around, it was still there. <laughs> hmm. oh, shit. So she says, I saw this figure no more than five feet tall. So that answers the casket cue with a big head and hands that had no fingers. They looked like mittens. Then it just faded away. I didn't say anything about it at the time. But then two weeks later, I saw it again and I called my coworker over and I asked her if she had seen it. She said yes, and I drew a picture of what I had seen and showed it to her, and she agreed that it's what she had seen. I feel like that would be a good meme, like someone drawing like a really sophomoric drawing of an alien being like, is this it? <laughs> and the other person says, <laughs> yes, that's it. It's her. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like the leprechaun drawing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That must be what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what Is this the man you saw? Yeah. <laughs> that was him. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Moronis also described this figure as uh, short and wrapped in some type of shiny cloth, tape, hmm. uh, sort of like a mummy. And she says it was definitely not human. Emma. Honestly, that sounds like a look, though. I would wear that. Right? Yeah, I was say. Shiny cloth that's, that's tape. That's probably metallic. I, I love know. shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Hot. That yeah. Honestly, that's Dude knows the how aesthetic. To go. That is the honestly. aesthetic. Y'all yeah. saw my after wedding dress shine right. on. Oh my god, it was beautiful. You know what? In honor of other things that are galactic, I think you should maybe post a small photo, at least Ooh, on the story, just to show the people oh. the dress. <gasps> we'll the see what we can do. Yeah, okay. Let's okay. Those. All right. All right. So another employee, Emma Duran of Duran Duran. Just kidding. Uh, she had worked, <laughs> she had controlled the switchboard for 17 years, and she had heard several, sto- several stories of uh, ghostly figures seen in the same hallway of the second floor in the same exact area where the operating uh, theaters, as we would call, uh, were once located. 
And she says she used to work the 3 p.m. and the 11 p.m. shift. We would hear footsteps up there, but when we would call maintenance, they couldn't find anyone. The elevators would open and close, but nobody would be there. Several times the lights were on and the maintenance men went up there and turned them off, but by the time they got back down the hallway to the elevators, the lights would be back on again. She also says that several patients in the past reported seeing a strange figure in the upstairs hallway. They would describe someone who looked like a pilot, you know, like wearing a World War II leather flying helmet. They would see his sort of wave or give a little salute and then disappear. They named him Mr. Scratch. So this Ew. is the this is like the famous ghost of the rehabilitation center named Mr. Scratch. Why did they name him Scratch? That, you know, that was the name people? of this serial killer on Criminal Minds. Is it Scratch Mr. Scratch? Yeah. Hmm. I used to think it would be so funny when I was a kid if I would just walk up to people randomly and give them a little scratch. No, that's <laughs> um, sociopathic behavior, Emily. <laughs> Emily, don't do that. <laughs> Please don't scratch people. Oh. <laughs> people scratching people. Just with, just with one little finger, just a little... Just a little, no, more like a scritch, not a like scritch. a scratch, like a, a you know, like you. a subtle. Right. Wait, 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 Yeah. And more so to people I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. just like smile at them. Yeah. Just like, I'm here. Yeah. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie's like, what the fuck has happened to these two? <sighs> oh, scratch. Mr. Scratch. Let us be happy. Mm. <laughs> uh, there are a few more counts of mr scratch you guys want to hear him yeah. oh my god yeah okay so now jim went to the maintenance man the, the maintenance man david rosha and he asked him about any apparitions and rosha was like oh you want to know about old scratch <laughs> that's a quote in this article is that a direct quote yes he goes oh you want to know about old scratch old scratch he's got some stories to tell Mm -hmm. oh Oh, boy i've seen a lot (laughs) he goes it's pretty spooky uh he also he's he had worked there for 22 years at the time so he talked about an experience some years back uh, when all of the employees were sent home for christmas it was during the holidays so i'm I'm, okay so it wasn't just christmas it was the holidays Uh, but he was still there and a few others uh, who worked in security and they had to make security rounds, you know, all all night, all day. That's just what you got to do. Um, because they were hearing footsteps, doors slamming, and elevators opening and closing, but no one was there. Uh, he also said that most of the time the building was so silent you could hear a pin drop, which is why it was very strange that there were odd noises. Because, you know, if a building makes noise, you get used to it. It becomes white noise. But this was a silent yeah. AF building, and all of a sudden, like, there's there's lots of noise there's 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 something going on is what he said there's bang there's bang there's bangs there's bongs (laughs) 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 Uh, this account was supported by dan owen who was a systems analysis there uh, who said i've seen doors suddenly open and close but there was no one there Uh, it seems to take place on the second floor near the room where they supposedly did an autopsy on the aliens Wow. So there there are a few other accounts and we can I can link you guys to uh 
the article, but I do want um, to let you guys know that there's one one other spookier thing. Um, oh. So mm. there's this believer, Mary Roden, or Rodden, uh, who at the time this article was written was the director of staff development at the Rehabilitation mm-hmm. Center. And from 1971 to 1975, she worked as an assistant director of nurses, and she had also heard stories of Mr. Scratch. And she was like, you know, I've worked a lot of night shifts. You hear a lot of strange sounds. But she also said that her father, her father, her father-in-law, Woodrow Jack Roden, had a contract with the Roswell base in 1947. So he was a photographer, and he processed pictures for the base, uh, which didn't have a photo lab on its own, so... They sent him to to Roden. And according to her, her father-in-law processed pictures taken of both the crash debris and the bodies for the military, and he was sworn to secrecy. Uh, she said mm-hmm. that he he never talked about this with them, with her, with his family, but he had a complete personality change following the events in 1947. Well, um, I probably would right? too. Which you're like, all right, why? Like, I'm sure all of us would have personality changes if we found out that for sure there are there are other life life forces out there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says that the one thing that he told uh, his son, her husband, is uh, they killed it. Mm-hmm. What? So I'm guessing the alien. Yeah. That, so he killed one of the aliens. So that's a little. That makes me feel a little uneasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. Like... So is this building still in use as a rehab facility or is it abandoned or what's its state today? Do we know? Um, let me find out. I think it's still in use, but is it for the same? Um, let me find out right now, right now. I'm gonna have to get back I'm to you spooked. right now. No worries. Yeah, I I got. I, I think it's a recycling plant place. right now. Oh, but okay. um, you know we love to recycle. So if that's we do. what it's being used for today, haunt those plastics, baby. <laughs> All right. Wait, I think I got I'm wrong. I, got... I think it's. I think it's still. <laughs> it might still be. A she just hospital. made that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> she dreamt it. They recycle and they rehabilitate. <laughs> I got one more spooky spot oh my for God, us. Tell it. All right. This is the Pueblo Auditorium. The Pueblo Ooh. Auditorium. Yes. So they say it's deep within the heart of Roswell. Uh, it was the former high school, and it eventually became part of the independent school district. So just like a kind of like a multi-use building, basically. But according to local legend, there's a room on the top floor, and it's used as storage for musical instruments. But apparently, nobody will go up there because they're afraid of the creepy violin what? song that is heard. No. So it's just a song. People will hear "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" being played on the violin when nobody is up there, and most often they hear it at one forty in the morning. What are you doing up there at 1.40 in the morning? Passersby have heard it, or they've been, like, cleaning up after events, or janitors from the past have reported it, and they all say, same song, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. So my wonder is, like, is it maybe a residual haunting if it's happening at the same time? Yeah. Y'all tell me. So 
According to my friend Tyler, I wish I knew him, but I don't. Great guy. <laughs> um, he writes this blog called The Pipeline, and he says, My mother worked here as a physical therapist several years ago. One morning, she took me inside her office and allowed me to wander around. At 7.30 in the morning, right after she turned off the security alarm, I went outside the auditorium and heard, to my horror, some crazy specter playing piano inside of the auditorium. Huh. It haunts me to this day, and it makes absolutely no sense how someone could have gotten in there so early to play whatever horrifying piano jam this phantom was playing. Keep in mind, my mom turned off the security alarm just a few seconds before this happened. It clearly was the Phantom of Pueblo Auditorium. You know, my question is, what was a physical therapist doing working in the auditorium? Well, it's like a multi-use building, so maybe they had, like, Mm. clinics there or something. All right. All right. I I don't know, but Tyler has a whole tale, so I believe him. And he saw what he saw. I believe him. Right. Uh, Someone commented on his blog and said that their dad had been a janitor there in the 80s, and he would always see the apparition of a little girl in the basement. Uh Uh-oh. So, uh uh-uh. You got to get out. (laughs) Yeah. But more spooky than this little girl, because it's just that one guy who said he saw her. There are rumors of a young boy who haunts the auditorium, and he's been seen pretty often. Um, People see him from the balcony. They're down below. But they also report hearing children's laughter, um, loud banging noises, and just a general feeling of uneasiness. I mean, it was a school. Yeah. You know. Residual haunting again? Residual haunting. Or spooky kids. Or, you know, kids that stuck around i will say all three of my locations had a little boy apparition they did I was is he say, traveling like saying the same things is know? he traveling maybe did all the little boys pass away <laughs> y'all tell me i they just all realized passed away. that we forgot to say that we were the golden ghouls oh yeah it's gonna be okay why don't we tell them right we- now we're the golden ghouls, <laughs> Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And we already got spooky. We did. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear just like a quick snippet about my seance that I yes. had in New Orleans? I feel like I haven't gotten to tell you guys yeah, about we, it. we have to. And I feel like people will appreciate it. No, yes. totally will. So it's a very unique experience. Some of it I was like, I think that the things you're saying are just coincidental Mm-hmm. And some of them felt very specific, but the first person that came through, and I do believe it to be real, was my uncle. Because seriously, like, as soon as it started, she was like, okay, so I'm seeing someone very young, second or third grade. She talked a little bit more, and she was like, she was thinking that the person died when they were in second or third grade, but I was like, oh no, I think I misunderstood. Um, because I didn't lose someone who was in the second or third grade. I was in the second grade when I lost someone. She was like, that makes sense. Maybe that's how they're like trying to show me where you were at. Mm -hmm. And she basically was like, she told me things that I've had two other psychics tell me, which is that he's with me. Mm -hmm. Like he's kind of like a guide for me, but I'm having a hard time connecting with him because of the fact that I'm like, not ready to let him go really 
but it's also like scary for me because I was so close to him that like actually communicating with him is scary to me, which I think like part of it is. Mm-hmm. And so basically she told me to like write letters to him and actually talk to him out loud. She was like, because you have to, you have to get past it because she was like, I'm seeing a child who basically like became a zombie and wasn't a child anymore. And I was like, I've had another psychic tell me that. So I don't know y'all. Pretty spooky. I, I think it's saying something. Yeah. I but think that would open you up a lot. Writing those know. letters. People weigh in and let me know. Yeah, that's awesome, though, dude. How fun. Yeah, it was pretty wild. But if you guys are ever in New Orleans, you can book a private seance at Bloody Mary's Haunted Museum. It was very cool. 10 out of 10. Very tight, dude. Do we have anything else for the people? (sighs) Just love. I don't. Just love and light. I gotta get back to my lubies. Uh, do you have leftovers? Yeah, dude. Girl. (laughs) That fried fish. Yes. I don't know what I'm going to eat, but I'm hungry. My God, I like only treat myself to this every once in a while, and it is such a treat. You deserve mm-hmm. it, honey. Thank you. She does. Thank you. She does. She does. She works hard for the lubies. I work hard for the <laughs> lubies. So it better treat her right. Yeah. 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 Let's get out of here. And until next time, stay spooky. Woo. See ya.